It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shit. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go with the podcast on a, two, a rainy Tuesday, and now our uh, baseball game has rained out already. I was supposed to be in Spring Lake today, uh, and I was told the park we were playing at, Al, was two blocks from the beach. Windy, breezy, rainy, probably best off that it was canceled. Yes, I'm You're very, a beach dude. I'm very familiar with that park, Jerry. Yes, I've heard. In Spring Lake. Spring Lake. So we will not be there today. I was kind of disappointed by that. All right. Well, I, uh, you'll have the afternoon then to do uh, fun things. In the rain? Well. Why don't we do it in the road? It could be the rain instead. It's perfect for my very first story, Jerry. Oh, let's and I go. know you didn't even know this was a segue. No, I didn't. You can stay inside and binge watch television. Not interested. Uh, what do you think the average, there's a study. Uh, well, they did a survey amongst the millennial TV viewers. People born after 2000, well, correct? Well, let's see. Millennials, they consider, let's see. Millennials are ages 20 to 33. Oh, that's older than I thought. Okay. And a Gen Z, ages 14 to 19. Oh, so those are the ones born after 2000, essentially. Yes. Basically. Okay. Basically, Jerry. So what are we? So we are, uh, I don't know. Are we Generation Xers? No, we're not Xers. Uh, Generation X is a little older than us. Oh, okay. I think. I, I, or young, uh, you know what? Whatever, all good. I have no idea. <laughs> all right, go ahead. These stupid names. <laughs> we are who we are. Anyway, they uh, they surveyed these uh, younger folk uh, who binge watch TV, and turns out like something like ninety percent of all millennials have binge watched television streaming. That's the way uh, they watch TV these days. I wanted to know, Jerry, what do you think is the average amount of uh, time when someone sits down to decide they're going to binge watch a, a show. What do you mean to decide? No, no. When they when they decide, hey, okay. today I'm going to binge watch some TV. Right. Uh, how many episodes slash minutes or hours do you think the average person will sit there for? On average. Well, all right. I, I see. I By the think... way, Boomer's a binge watcher, and he's like he a he's like a baby boomer or something. Yeah, I know. I know he is. I, I, that's not me. I would yeah, me say. Neither. I know my my son just watched Friends in about a week. The entire series? Yeah. Maybe two weeks. And he's not big on the – he really isn't big on the TV or the quote-unquote binge-watching. Yeah. But a lot of his friends had kind of caught up to to the show. So he's like, I got to get in on and this yes. conversation so I would on say Friends. definitely not a week. That's That was too short. All right. But I would say he watched the entire series in roughly 20 days. So when he sat down, he was sitting down and watching it for probably four or five hours at a time. Yeah, they say five hours is the average amount of time when someone will sit down. I, I don't have the patience for that. I'm not going to be neither. one of these people that say, I don't have time. I have five hours in the middle of the day to binge watch It seems television. like a waste of time. Yeah, and I can't just sit there and do that. It seems very boring. And it's not productive, and I happen to agree with you 100%. Now, the problem with what we're saying is we're kind of two phonies in a way. Right. Because every Sunday in the fall, 
I will sit in front of the TV from 1, maybe even 12.30, right. till about 7.30, although I feel like a piece of crap by yes. the end of it, and I will not watch the Sunday night game. Plus, aren't you doing, like, to me, I can't sit down and watch football for hours unless I'm doing something else. Oh, I'm so not I'm, doing anything else. I'm, watch, I'm on the Twitter, no. I'm reading, no. I'm checking things. Well, if you're reading, you're not watching the game. Right. Yeah, no, I'm watching the game. Oh, okay. Well, I try I mean, to watch every play. There's nothing ever going on in those games. you got to be doing something else. But that's not true. It's football. There's always something that can happen. Not. There's Well, a- how do you know when a play is going to be made? No, I'm just saying there's so much downtime. There is. You better have something else going on, or you're going to sit there watching mainly a pizza commercial starring Peyton Manning. Yeah, there are commercial breaks, but it doesn't mean They're when constant. the game's not on, I'm not watching the right. game. I'm saying now, I will look up, but there's more stuff not going on than going now, on. Now, baseball is the perfect sport when you're outside doing the yard work or playing in the pool. Just to have the radio on in the background, you're listening to the game. You don't have to watch every right. as long as you listen to it. Football to me is different. I don't Football on the radio is tough. I feel I really need to see the game. I don't know why. It's just it's different than baseball. Now, Jerry, earlier today during the show, you had a bit of a freak-out moment. Um, uh, Craig was uh, trying to entice us all to somehow do a better job than we normally do right? Uh, for these uh, gift cards that he had, Visa gift cards, yeah, $500 each. And you kind of went a little crazy acting like uh, he wanted us to act like a seal getting a fish, yeah, a reward of fish. That's how I felt, yes. So anyway, at the end of the show today, off the air, uh, when the show ended, Boomer said, oh, come in and get your gift cards. All right, so I, I, he gave me a gift card and gave me one to give to Bobby, which I gave back to Bobby. And I, I looked at it. I said to Bobby, I go, something seems fugaze about this. It's okay. Just, it's just the paperwork that came with it just seemed a little strange. Okay. So I don't know what went on with them. I just got it. I put it back. We taped this podcast right after the show. Right. I can tell you that as you were talking before about uh, football and your son watching Friends, Bobby uh, appeared in the window uh, pointed at the gift card and shook his head as if there is something fugaze about it. <laughs> so uh, more to come on that. Come on. So you're telling me that the gift card probably isn't legit? I don't know. Wow. We're going to find out. When you uh, run funny. off to do your update in yeah. the middle of this, I will uh, catch up with Bobby. Now on that, just quickly, since this is supposed to be sort of a recap for the show. Yes, sir. Let me just be clear because okay. I've been asked many times by people, whether it's been on Twitter or in the newsroom, why did you get so mad? Yes, and lose your mind. I enjoyed it, and so I, I just to be clear, that. I'm not mad at all. Right. I thought the whole notion of here's a treat for you if you do a better job. I found for me, for you, for Eddie, for Bob as well, insulting. Yeah, I, I would say we consistently do the same every day. Yeah, we do. We get here at the same time. We put the same effort in. Right. We don't need dog bones. Exactly, Jerry. So that's where I was, you want to give that to me? Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Yes. But if you want to make us look like we're 10 times less than you, mm-hmm. and well, and that you're not doing your job, which is probably more the case. Or if there was some sort of challenge, like I have a $500 gift card, let's do a push-up contest, whoever wins I'm gets I'm good with that. that. Right. That's That would be fun. Now it's a right. prize for a competition. Yes. Not do your job better. Right. I'm so. with you, Jerry. Uh, by the way, that was a tremendous uh, visual as well as audio of you acting like a seal. Was really, you were like gotta, acting like a seal for uh, Craig to give you fish the way a seal would beg for fish. I don't know what I was it doing, was Al. It was tremendous. And at the end on CBS Sports Network, they ran back 
the video only. Oh, they you, did? Of you bobbing and weaving for fish. I mean, it was really <laughs> tremendous. It's posted up on uh, boomerandcarton.com. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, people have tweeted it. I retweeted on the Boomer and Carton yeah, Twitter I page. I did, too. I was trying to be fun with so it. So it was really terrific stuff. So uh, much kadoos to you, Jerry. Did I hear for that? That was tremendous. <laughs> and that was not the point of it. That's that funny. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. If I, I got to be honest with you. If I've always said since I started doing this job a long time ago now, it's almost not, It's almost nine years for me, actually. Where is it? I might even be. I'm not even sure. I said a long time ago, if I leave here and I get either you or Eddie or both of you or Boomer or Craig, one of you guys to laugh every day, I feel like whether it's been with a clip of a piece of sound, because right. I'm not a funny person by any stretch, but if I can play something funny or do something stupid and you guys laugh once, I feel like I've done my job for the day. We peaked early. That was a 6.30 update. That was. That was kind of like um, a kid who hasn't had sex very often. One of his first times. I enjoyed, it, I enjoyed it because I saw a lot of myself in your freaking out. <laughs> I said to Eddie also that this week alone, Jerry, it's only Tuesday. Yeah, I know. So Long today week. you did the seal thing. Right. Where you were really going a little nutty. Yeah. Yesterday, you actually were shoving Boomer Esiason <laughs> out of some anger. And which was, I, here's what, hold on. Yes. Because I found this very interesting. Yesterday, I don't remember what sparked it, but you were uh, you were sort of wrestling Boomer. Yes. And he normally would look for any reason to get physical with somebody, yeah. and he backed down. He did. It was very he interesting. He got in his chair see. and he rolled back. Yeah. Why and do it, you think that is? I have no idea. He must have knew he was wrong. I'm, what have I, let me ask you this. What have I done in the last week, all morning today, Boomer's trying to prod me. Yesterday, it was those skank comments. Like, yes. where is that even coming from, I number one? Number two, today, I, I'm not I'm not deaf. I hear him talking to Eddie when I'm trying to talk, you know, get the gorilla sound. Get, like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's, like, to my face saying, you're so angry. You're so, I didn't say anything. I haven't opened my mouth yet. And he was kind of prodding me along. Like, I don't, I don't know what I did. And, again, I'll be very clear, on a day where Craig almost lost his crap late in the day because he didn't like the way he was being criticized mm -hmm. you obviously have your anger issues sure which we all have fun with and we discuss Eddie is a silent assassin yes i happen to be i think one of the more grounded people on the step but for some reason yeah i'm so the one who's angry monday shoving boomer tuesday doing a crazy seal impression i can't wait till tomorrow's show <laughs> What do I do it's next? It's going to be exciting stuff on it Friday. Forget it. You know what? As long as everybody knows we're having a good time with it, I'm good. And if I have to start, you you want to wear your boring hat, that's fine. I am going to start wearing angry stuff. Okay. Why not have fun with it? If perception's Embrace reality. It. As long as my, here's what I've always said. As long as my two sons know where we're at, I'm good. Right. I don't care about it. Everybody else can go after themselves. Well, I'm looking forward to the rest of the week. Good. Jerry, here's a story from uh, Idaho. Uh, there's a town called Potlatch, it looks like. it's Potlatch. Potlatch, Idaho. All right. a, a woman driving a car in Idaho told the local sheriff's department that a Bigfoot sighting caused her to crash her car Wednesday night. She says uh, she told the uh, Lata County Sheriff's Office that she saw a Sasquatch chasing a deer. <laughs> On a stretch of U.S. 95 outside okay. of town, she said the creature was shaggy and between seven to eight feet tall. She says she checked in her rearview mirror to see the Bigfoot, but when she looked back towards the road, she hit a deer 
with her Subaru. Wow. Now, kudos to Subaru. She continued driving and picked up her husband from work, then drove to the sheriff's office to tell the sheriff what happened. So imagine what's going on on this highway. She sees Bigfoot chasing a deer. <laughs> then she hits another deer. Yeah. There must be deer just rampant in this uh, potlatch Idaho. Well, it's kind of like, if you think about it, that part of the country, I would think, has a lot of woods. Right. I would think there are deer everywhere. I don't know if I believe in Bigfoot, but I'm sure there are deer everywhere. Right. I mean, think about where you live. You see them on 78 nonstop, the right? All right, now multiply that times 100. There got to be deer just mating and, oh, God, it's going to be brutal. Well, even like in our neighborhoods, Jerry, where we live in Jersey, it, when you're driving, especially at uh, really early morning, how we leave for work, there's some times where I'll I'll be pulling out of my condo complex. Yeah. And on the front lawn of a of the condo complex, there might be like 23 deer. Oh, for sure. Just l- lounging around. You know, Kim, my wife used to, where she used to work, her way home at, she used to work at night. She used to work for uh, probably 3 to 11, 3 to 11.30, something like that. Her route home, heavily woods. And I used to tell her, do me a favor. I know I'm sleeping sometimes. Sometimes I wasn't. Just text me when you're leaving. I don't need to know where you're at, where you're coming from. If you go out for a drink after work, whatever the case may be, just let me know when you're on your way home because I know you should be home within 30, 32 minutes. Pretty average. And she would always be like, you know, don't treat me like I'm you know, your daughter. I'm like, I'm not. I want to make sure you haven't crashed your car into a right. deer where we many times have traveled that road at night after going out for dinner with friends and not only have hit a deer, hit a pack of deer. I'm like, I'm not checking in on you. I don't care what time. Just let me know when you're on your way so that if I wake up at 1230 and you're not home yet, I know you're not dead. That's all. Other than that, we're good. And so it's dangerous. So I can imagine in Idaho, it must be, you know, 10 times that plus you got to try to avoid hitting the sasquatch and and, and you got bigfoot that was chasing the I deer mean, what are you going to do about bigfoot you but, believe in bigfoot uh i don't think i believe in bigfoot i believe in certain weird things like aliens and that sort of thing the you bigfoot do, huh? thing i we just haven't found a dead one why wouldn't we have found a dead Bigfoot? Well, we also haven't found a dead alien yet either yeah but they're intelligent or an alien yeah i always wonder this because no, I should save this for another time because this is probably a bigger discussion. Oh. But like you know, Craig brought up oh, that oh. that UFO yesterday. Yes, like we, honestly, we've been this planet's been around for hundreds of millions of years. Humans have been around for not nearly that long. But if they haven't come down yet, why in our tiny little fractional period of time that we're on this earth do we believe it's going to be now? Right, like in the grand what scheme of things. Doing? Our lives are a very just a speck in time. It's a pinhole in space. Right. Now, all of a sudden, the aliens are going to come get us? What did we do to deserve that? And now we all have cameras on us at all times. We would have nice photos of aliens. All right, getting away from the aliens and all that. You know, we had dinner last night at my house, Al, and we have a standing rule in my house. <laughs> I don't have many of them. Once I tried uh, to limit video games to 45 minutes a day, didn't last long. That did not work. No, we we it's controlled, but it's not forty five minutes per day. Um, the one rule though that I've had in my house for the longest time, and my wife's on board with it, and it's very cool, is when we sit down and have dinner together, no TV on. I don't want the kids watching TV for that half hour. We like to actually have their attention, but we also don't want silence in the house. We like to have some kind of background noise. And as you have, I have the Sonos sound system in the house. And I've got one in the office. I've got one in the living room. I've got one in the dining room now, too. 
And so last night, using really cool, exploring all the different apps you can get through Sonos, I found one of the neatest apps in terms of dinner music, playing pop music, maybe some little classic rock, and I put it on at a nice volume, and we had a very nice peaceful family meal last night with the sounds in the background. Oh, with the nice like dinner music playlist going on yes. your Sonos. Jerry. And it was cool because at one point one of the songs was slightly louder just because of the beat and the tempo of it. And all I had to do to lower it was I just picked up my phone and just lowered it right from the phone because of the way it's connected through Wi-Fi. It's very nice. Yeah, Jerry, these are individual speakers that you put throughout your house in various rooms and then they all connect on your Wi-Fi system that's going on through your house. Then with the Sonos app, you can control what music comes out of which speaker. So maybe you want dinner music in the dining room and you want uh, rockin' music up in your office. Or maybe during dinner time, Jerry, you want that same dinner music playing throughout the home. You I, can do that with the Sonos. You can do the whole thing. And I'm telling you what I'm looking forward to is in the summer, we were talking earlier about listening to baseball on the radio as opposed to football. I can't wait because you can listen to baseball games through one of the apps with the Sonos system. I can't wait to hook that thing up. It's going to be great. It really is going to be a fun summer. And they have different size speakers depending on the size room you're using. So in my living room, which is a larger space, I have uh, the 5, it's called. Mm -hmm. Uh, In my office, a very much smaller space, uh, space, I have the Sonos Play 3. And I put that in my son's room. Yeah. And he loves it. It They they even have the smaller one than that for like a bathroom. So check it out, Sonos.com, and listen to music just like Jerry Recco does <laughs> throughout his home. All right, what do I have well here, said Jerry? Out. Can I ask you one question? Yes, sir. So there was an article in the newspaper today. It was a headline. We referenced it on the show this morning about the Kim Kardashian sex tape. Yes. That was 10 years ago. and it A happy launched, anniversary. Yes, and it launched her, and then as the story continues to say, launched the family. Yes. into fame like they've never had before. Both- and while the wife was married to Robert Shapiro and we know all that, it was different. They had a lot of money, but they didn't have the fame that they have now. Right. And I've asked you this before about owning a strip club. But if a tape of you and a girlfriend got out there, and I told you now it's going to lead you, forget stardom, but it's going to lead you to ridiculous riches. Because let's just say... There's something about you that stands out. Would you be good with that, or would you be so embarrassed for your parents and for your family that you would want no part of it rather than become wealthy and set for life financially? Hmm. It's an interesting question. It's an interesting interesting dilemma, Jerry. Because really, there's nothing to be ashamed of doing something that everybody does. It's just that it's on camera and everybody can watch you and critique you. Right. But the future could be amazing for you. But you're, you're putting your family in a weird spot. Right. I don't know that I could do it. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. I think probably if I didn't have nieces and nephews, it would be easier to, uh, you know, for my parents, I could just, you know, <laughs> no, away, I don't know. Explain away that I've made millions. <laughs> millions and they'd be with good my with performance. It. Right. Well, not that they'd be more forgiving, but for nieces and nephews or if I had children, then that's a tougher spot because that would, a good point. could always come back up in their school years. That is a good point because you don't want. they have kids. Who's she with? I forget. Uh, Who's she with? Kanye West. So at some point, it's not like the internet's going anywhere. Right. 
That tape, I'm sure, has got to be online somewhere, right? Yes. Did you okay. ever see the Kim Kardashian? I have not. Me no. neither. The only famous tape I've ever seen was... Um, Pam Anderson. Yes. On the boat Tommy with Tommy Lee. Lee. Yeah, I saw that one as well. Which, okay. He wow. was large. He had a large... And she was quite good with it. Yes. Is that fair to fairly sure. put? Yeah, that was an interesting tape. I, I, I feel like a lot of people did see that one. Yeah. I don't know how you didn't. I also saw around that same era there was uh, a uh, Pam Anderson, Brett Michaels of Poison one. Really? I didn't yes. know that. Interesting. Which was also a very clear video. On a boat? Uh, uh, they were not on a boat, but um, it was uh, very evident who they were, and it was not a blurry tape. And was somebody shooting it for them? Or, or they had a tripod. Well, it was not a point. Beyond the guy. It was not, as they say in the business, Jerry, POV, point of view. It was like a, a tripod situation. POV. <laughs> yes, in the uh, industry that's called POV, where one of the performers is holding a camera. Are you, you like that? I'm not a big fan of that. No, you're not. I like cinematic. I like <laughs> cinema. Because you're an artist. I'm an artist. I really... In the film, I was a film student, Jerry, so I am an artist. Got it. I'm sorry to interrupt oh, your yeah, next no. story. I, 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 I thought of that on the way in. I wanted to ask These you about These stories that. stink anyway. Jerry, today I'm going back to my alma mater, alma Kane mater. University. I'm going to be speaking to some communication students. Nice. Part of a panel on uh, radio, television, careers, that sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to tell them, but... Well, how um, does this work? Do you have to make a speech, or are I, you just up there answering questions? I think I just do a, they said, like a three-minute introduction. Okay. Hi, my name is Al Dukes. I work at Boomer and Carton. I started here at Kane, like all of you folks. I did this internship. I worked here, worked here, and now here is where I am. Right. Pepper me with your questions. And then you're going to give them the God's honest truth, and they're all going to become law majors. Yes. Although I was thinking about that. Because my nephew is interested in this business. He's the one you bring in every year, right? Yeah. In the summer? Yeah. And but and there, there's never been an era where people would fully support going into this business, for the most part. You always get people that will be cautious about it. And it's no different now. But it was no different in uh, 1988 when I yeah, was I suppose. trying to get into it. Uh, my, par I mean? my parents were very supportive of it because I took a liking to it when I was five or six years old. Right. Um, it was something I always wanted to do, so they never steered me away from it. Um, but I, I could totally see your point. You want the best for your kid. And I mean, I know I've got a cousin of mine who has been at it now for four years, and while he's done okay, his friends have done better in other fields. Right. And now when you go from being in your early 20s, fooling around with wacky hours and not great pay, making enough to pay your bills and all that, and you see your friend who for the last four years has worked his way up in a law firm, or whatever the case may be, making hundreds of thousands of dollars, you sit there and say, what the hell have I done with the last few years? Right. So it's tough. Not a lot of people make it. It's not easy. Correct. Um, so yeah, so I think people, while they don't try to tell you to get out of business, they just try to make sure you're aware of all the risks going in. And so you will make sure you give them the... You know, the speed bumps along the way today. Speed bumps along the way. There are I a might, lot of them. I might title that my uh, presentation, Jerry. I'll be in there with, like, some public relations guy, some sports author. So, essentially, after those guys bore yeah. the student body, you will then... I will take over, Jerry. You're going to dominate. I hope they, the students come out, even though it's raining. I don't know if students like to not go to They're school not gonna those melt. days. They'll well, be there. Well, I hope so. Because I've got things to say, and if I don't have a big enough audience, I may back out. Is that drop the mic? When did that drop the mic stuff start, know. by the way? 
Drop the mic. Drop the mic. So hopefully I'll be there, and they're they're going to show off their brand new radio station to me, Jerry. Very nice. They're very well, excited to cool. show that off to me. Maybe went, we, maybe we could do a podcast from there. Oh, where did you go? Jersey City State College. Yes. Jersey City State College. Now yes. it's a university. Now it's New Jersey City University. I was the last graduating class of Jersey City State. And I, when I went, it was Kane College of New Jersey. Where my wife went. She went as well. Yes. Brian Monzo went there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. See, they should be touting that at the Kane Communications. Morning and afternoon producers, Kane graduates. Well, it's, by the way, I happen to agree with you, number one. Number two, I know my guys at Jersey City State did a story on me because they wanted to put me in the alumni magazine Ooh, on the cover and everything. So I did that with him 14 months ago. Oh, is it out yet? No, I haven't done oh, it yet. 14, oh, you haven't done it yet. They have, no, we did it. They haven't published it yet. Oh. And I've seen him since, and he goes... It's my fault. I have it. It's ready to go. I'm like, oh, whatever. Maybe it's a uh, yearly magazine. <laughs> it's an annual. An annual, yes. I got to go. Enjoy right, uh, the warm-up next. Oh, the warm-up was terrific today, and it is next after I go through. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Well, good Tuesday morning to you, Al. What's happening, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. So a lot of football today. We can, we'll talk about the baseball, and I'm sure we'll talk about some basketball uh, later in the show as well. But a lot of football with the Raiders heading to Vegas now, 31-1 to from the owners in favor of the move. The Dolphins, the only team that said no. So uh, that's not happening, though, for a few years. It doesn't look like, from what I read this morning, it looks like the stadium's not going to be ready until 2020. So the Raiders will stay in Oakland definitely this year and next, and then there's some sort of an option on 2019. But Mark Davis has no interest in playing in a 35,000-seat stadium. That has old locker rooms and some sort of security issue around the stadium. So, no, they will not be moving for a few years. I watched a lot of the uh, various sports networks yesterday. After news came down, they uh, were interviewing sad Raider fans. Yeah. Uh, You know, these were guys that were... Around our age, Jerry, uh, maybe a little older, uh, with their Raider makeup on. Sure. Uh, being very sad. They were like sad clowns in a way. Sad clowns. Yeah, like you've seen sad clowns. Tears of a clown. Yeah, they were in their Raider outfits, their Darth Vader Raider-themed yeah. costumes and From things. The black hole. Yeah, but sad. So what do you do if you're a Raider fan? You have to root for the enemy, I think, at this point. You go Chiefs. Broncos, Chargers. Why would you do that? Because your team is abandoning you your city. Well, who, who's your team? I'm a big uh, Cowboys yeah. fan, Jerry. Phony. How many Cowboy games have you been to? Zero. What does it matter? Like, I understand if you're a season ticket holder. Yeah, but they're abandoning that your does city. Suck. The, yes, they are, but they're still the Raiders. Like, I never understood. I remember when there was a conversation about the I, where were the Jets rumored to go? I want to say Kansas City, maybe a whole 10, 12, 15 year, whatever it was. Long time ago, there was this this thought that maybe, or maybe just a threat, that the Jets could end up in another city. And there were a lot of people calling and saying, well, if the Jets go, I'm done. Why? You can still watch them. They're still the Jets. It's the same players. It's the same organization. I understand that maybe they move, but what would you say is the percentage of fans that literally watch every game as opposed to go to every game or go to any game? Yeah, it's, they're not even close. It's a lot more people are watching, but still the idea that I get it. we're leaving your town, you're still going to root for us. I, I understand. No I good. still think you're invested in that team, though, and those players and that organization and that logo. I don't know how you switch, but to each his own. And then one guy that was very happy with the move to Las Vegas is uh, Dennis Hoff. He Who's runs Dennis Hoff? Well, he runs various... Um, well, he runs the Bunny Ranch out there, various uh, brothels, the legal brothels in Nevada, and he's ready to go with a Raider-themed 
brothel, which I'm sure Roger Goodell is very happy to hear. <laughs> You're nothing but a hua. Uh, he's calling it Pirates Booty Sports Brothel. Hua. He says it's going to be a great place for uh, players and Raiders players to hang out in, and uh, all of the uh, the the women who work there will be in cheerleader themed outfits. Silver and black. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess silver and black. Silver and black. So one man already is taking advantage of the move to Las Vegas, Dennis Hoff. Well, and why not have a Raider-themed casino, right? Because that's got to be coming next, no? Well, I guess you just can't call it Raiders. Well, I don't think they're calling this the Raider Whorehouse. No, Pirates Booty Sports (laughs) Brothel. So you have... It can be themed in Raider colors. Right. Pirates but whatever you want to call it. Pirates Booty. But if it's silver and black... I think it's Raider themed. Do yeah. You not, right? I mean, why would you not take advantage of that? Yes, I would. He's been holding on to this. He's had a license for a seventh brothel, and he said he was <laughs> waiting. Brothels. He was waiting for the Raider. How much do you think he pulls to in? Have a lot of cash every year. A Give lot me a number. Of ca- I have no idea. Millions. How many Jerry. people? All right, let me ask you Millions. this. Millions. How many people do you think visit? What well, the Bunny Ranch is the most famous one, right? Yeah. How many guys do you think visit the Bunny Ranch on a daily basis? Uh, twenty guys. Twenty. Yeah. What do you think they're paying? Uh, four, what would you pay? I, I think they're paying four hundred a piece <laughs> for what? For a half hour. For I don't know hour? how it works. Have you ever saw that reality show they I had? I not. I knew. It, I I was aware that it was out there. I did not see it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would see. Why though? Like when you watch that documentary style yeah. television show, I think HBO had it. Guys had no problem showing their faces, them wandering in there. Well, if you were a single guy. No, I would not want that. <laughs> I would not want my face all over an HBO if show. If you have no shame, you're was, on TV. I have shame. Well, I'm you're shameful. on TV every day for the common person, not as famous and powerful as you. Good point, Jerry. The idea of being on TV is fun. Yeah, but I would like to be a porn star. Yeah, but if you had well, to go to there you go. If you had to go to work the next day and be like didn't I see you on that bunny ranch or reality show? And I bet you most show? guys will be like, hey, yes, you did. Yes, and you'll soon see me on that. Maybe the NFL Network can do the uh, Raider-themed <laughs> bunny ranch reality show. You want to do it? What's that show they do in the summertime? What, when they follow NFL the NFL Life? No, oh, Hard not, Knocks. Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. <laughs> Hard, hard knocks. knocks at the Bunny Ranch in Vegas. Ha- pulling his pants down. Hard Knocks, Pirates Booty Sports Brothel. Oh, this is going to go well for Roger Goodell. <laughs> and funny. then I see that uh, the Browns are having uh, Mitchell Trubisky in right. for a, a, a private workout on f- this coming Friday. Right. Now, would it be wrong, like, if you're that guy, you're Trubisky Mitchell. Trubisky or the Browns? No, you're Mitchell. Right. He's a guy. Wouldn't you go in and just tank that workout? He said he's actually come out and said he wants to play for Cleveland. No, he doesn't. He, no one wants to. No. Yeah, but you have to say that. Let me ask you this. What's the downside? That your career is over. What's like, the upside? The upside is ridiculous. Yeah, I You guess. win in Cleveland? Man, you are a legend. Okay. Honestly, there is no there is no risk. You're going to be paid handsomely for the first few years. Right, but the risk is that you had dreams since you're a little boy of playing in the NFL, right. and then the Browns draft you, and you can just go down the list of oh, top a hundred of prospect <laughs> quarterbacks sure. whose careers ended the day they were drafted by the Browns. You could say that. You could also say maybe they weren't that good. I would throw That's balls in the, too. I would throw balls in the dirt. I'd hit open. I'd, well, he's doubled down on it. He says he's got the personality and the traits to be successful in Cleveland, and he wants to go to Cleveland. But rarely do you hear a guy go, other than, you know, when John Elway was going to be drafted by the Buccaneers, and he was like, yeah, they stink. I'm not going there. I'll <laughs> well, go <Eli's> play. Dead. <laughs> right. Not that San Diego's still. He do not want to go to San Diego. Right. You know, it's very rare that that happens. Yeah. Normally, you'll hear, 
like a guy go, oh, I would love to go play under the Jets organization. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> There's your career. No disrespect. Pac-Man. Mitchell Trubisky. Did you even know who he was? I don't know who that is. Let's say four months ago. I don't know who Not that is. Not even a year Jerry. ago. Jerry, if he were sitting here, I wouldn't know him. Oh, that's we he had a helmet on. Football. That's fine. I agree with you. My point is, you're Mitchell Trubisky. Four or five months ago, you didn't even know where you'd be drafted. Now you might be the number one overall pick. You'd be pretty excited, too. You would be. I know you like to poo-poo no, everything because you you're Debbie Downer. That's cool. You, you would be, He's going to be an NFL quarterback. You would be very excited to be the number one pick for sure. Of course. Unfortunately, it's always the Cleveland Browns. But it's always going to be the bad team if you're the number one pick. No, what you need is like what happened to Andrew Luck, which is well, the team needs to get have a younger. bad quarterback injury where they stink <laughs> an entire Andrew year. Luck knew that Peyton Manning's neck was going to be, no, but to be fused. Lucky for him. No, 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 not lucky. The guy needed a neck fusion. There's nothing lucky that, about it. That was lucky for everyone involved. <laughs> yeah, well, Peyton Manning got to go Broncos, in a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, all right. You're funny. Andrew Luck. You know it's not lucky? If you're a Jet fan. Is this a segue, Jerry? This is a segue. Oh, right. Because we got to take a break in a minute, but okay. I want to play this. If you're a Jet fan, you might as well just give up. Here was Robert Kraft at the owner meetings yesterday. He was asked the question, how much longer do you hope or expect Tom Brady to play oh. for? As recently as two, three days ago, he assured me he'd be willing to play six, seven more years. Sixers now. What's worse for the Jets? You think that's bad. He was also asked about uh, Bill Belichick. How much longer do you want him to coach? I hope he coaches till his 80s. I mean, I... <laughs> till his 80s. That means the Jets, he's 64 now. So let's say he coaches till he's 82. 18 plus 17. 2035, maybe the AFC East will open up. But listen, perhaps as he gets older, he Phil Jackson's his career and just becomes <laughs> terrible. I don't think he's got a bone in his body to do that. I think... Uh, as long as Brady plays, the Jets should just be in rebuild mode. Be like, uh, listen, we are going to rebuild for the next six to seven seasons. And when Brady leaves. Listen, 2024, it's ours. We're going to be back on top. Quick break in a moment. Boomer and Carton next on the fan. It's Macy's lowest prices of the season. Save 50 to 65% on select fine jewelry when you use your 25% off savings pass during our semi-annual diamond sale. And buy more, save more during our great shoe sale. Take 40% off three or more pairs for her. Plus shop incredible specials now through Sunday. Get the lowest prices of the season now at Macy's. Plus plenty members can earn points every day for savings at Macy's. Savings off regular and sale prices, exclusions apply. Welcome to Staples. Staples Guide. This year I'm preparing my own taxes. Good for you. Yep, I'm going to be accountable. Right. Well, Staples can help with storage and filing supplies, plus software like QuickBooks and TurboTax. Go on. You have my interest. And now get TurboTax for up to $10 off at Staples. Up to 10 bucks off TurboTax? That'll pay handsome returns. Right. Thanks, Staples Guy. Depreciate it. Uh-huh. The tax deadline is almost here. Hurry into Staples for up to $10 off TurboTax. Staples. Make more happen. In-store only ends 4 17 she used to play hide-and-seek in your backyard. Now, she's getting married in it. So when you see a bare spot, you need something that patches it fast. Pennington One-Step Complete has a revolutionary formula that repairs bare spots in only two weeks or less. Pennington has been trusted since 1945, and now it works even faster. One-Step Complete from Pennington. Honest Green. Get your lawn ready for any occasion. Head to your local retailer to pick up One-Step Complete.
Hey, it's Cherry Recco. Let me guess, you just got that reminder in the mail in the form of a maintenance fee that, yes, you still own that timeshare. And what a surprise, the fee continues to go up. Last year, the average maintenance fee was $920. As a timeshare owner myself, I understand if you're tired of paying for a week that you're not using or can't use. So visit Timeshare Exit Team. I spoke to them recently about my timeshare experience, and they were great. They'll get you out safely, legitimately, and forever, or you get every penny back. Visit TimeshareExitTeam.com. TimeshareExitTeam.com. Are you a man or a woman over 40 and worried about your blood pressure? Heart Factors Plus is a new all-natural formula that boosts nitric oxide levels, which naturally maintains healthy blood pressure levels and boosts libido and sexual performance for men safely and naturally. It's true. Both your blood pressure and sexual performance are linked to better blood flow and circulation. Dozens of clinical studies prove it. Heart Factors Plus. Plus, work for tens of thousands of men and women worried about their blood pressure and for men looking for a boost in libido. Call now to try Heart Factors Plus risk-free for a limited time. Get a free bottle with your order and faster results than you ever thought possible or your money back. No questions asked. Call 800-577-8560. That's 800-577-8560. Mention my name, Joe B. Receive a free bottle of the brand new COQ10 and fish oil formula just for trying Heart factors today. Call 800-577-8560-800-577-8560-800-577-8560. You know what scares most people? Spiders, heights, public speaking. You know what scares me? Unused inventory. I find the prospect terrifying. Got goosebumps just thinking about it. That's why we use Granger. Granger's inventory management solutions make sure our facility has exactly what we need when we need it. No overstock, no understock, no goosebumps. When it comes to inventory management, Granger's got your back. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. AutoZone is proud to introduce new Duralast GT brake pads. They're race ready, just like ones used by Team Penske. So you might be wondering, what is race ready? Well, if you guessed, incredible stopping power and pro-grade performance with carbon fiber technology and V-slot design that reduces wear and increases stopping so that when you drive fast, you can stop even faster, you wouldn't be wrong. Technically. New Duralast GT brake pads. Proven tough from the tracks to the streets and only at AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Go to busrental.com today and save. Use promo code radio for up to $500 off any charter. Terms apply. Busrental.com, a U.S. Coachways company. Hey, everybody. Boomer Esiason here. Tickets are on sale right now at WFAN.com and NewJerseyDevils.com slash Mikey Strong for the third annual WFAN Boomer and Carton Mikey Strong 23 charity hockey game. The game's Friday night, April 21st at the Prudential Center featuring tons of NHL alumni. All proceeds go to the Nichols Family Trust and the Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation to assist the paralysis community. Up to 5,000 registered ticket holders will receive a voucher to a 2017 regular season Yankees home game and will receive a voucher for a 2017-2018 Devils home game as well. Certain restrictions apply and you know what? We really hope to see you there. Get your tickets right now at WFAN.com or NewJerseyDevils.com slash Mikey Strong. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Right, guys, coming up just a couple of minutes quickly. Knicks beat the Pistons 109-95. Spurs just buried the Cavaliers last night. Boston now your top seed in the East. And the Thunder with a wild comeback beat the Mavericks 92-91. Fueled by guess who? Russell Westbrook. Zach Wheeler pitched real well for the Mets. A couple of other quickly uh, quickies here for you, Al. Uh, here is Brandon Marshall from yesterday. From I guess he was in Vegas, too. He's talking about Beckham and mentoring guys like Beckham and other wide 
wide receivers and talk about just using odd language. Organically and naturally, whenever he needs not only him, but any guy in, our, in that receiver room, whenever they need to pull from that, they, they'll do that in a natural, organic way. Naturally and organically? Who if speaks like that? If you tell like them that? they're going to do it, it ain't natural nor organic. Well, that's, what, what? that's exactly what he was telling them to do yesterday. It sounds like he's all up in Whole Foods. Yeah, it's also gluten-free, his advice. <laughs> that's what I'm talking <laughs> that's about. exactly right. Yeah. sugar, gluten-free. Steve, uh, Steve Tish was talking about Beckham yesterday, too, saying he's not a problem. He's just a work in progress. So I was talking Beckham. About I'd be like, again. can everyone stop that, talking listen, about it? It's not they, even the season. When, when you get a chance to talk to Mara or Tish or anybody else, Beckham comes up, especially when you sign Brandon Marshall, who's talking about I know, mentoring I know, one, I know one thing. You know, guys don't want to be told what to do or how to do it. They I, feel like they're men themselves, that. and this is a problem. I mean, I, this is uh, this is an the issue. The final four is all like, set for this Saturday in Glendale, Arizona, as South Carolina meets Gonzaga, followed by... 